Well, on, I think on the sheer size of this model, this just shows you the, the problem faced as you come into the 20th century. And you can imagine, once these warships started to get bigger and bigger, these models started to get bigger and bigger. And after the war, on the grounds of economy, the models were scaled down to 1 to 96 scale because it was just costing too much and taking too long to make these models of these massive ships. This is an, a very dramatic model in terms of shape and the immense amount of detail on this model. Every sort of fitting and fixture is included on this model. The obvious design features of the ram bow at the front of the ship, which is an old fallback from the late 19th century where they used to actually have a feature of, of ramming other vessels. Another feature you'll see on the underside of the hull, on the red painted area, it's got submerged torpedo tubes so they could actually launch torpedoes from below the waterline. The white booms running alongside the hull, which is actually rigged in at the moment, they would be rigged out for a torpedo net, which was basically like a large-scale form of chainmail in, in the form of a curtain, and this would stop incoming torpedoes from hitting the hull. They would hit the net and explode there as a sort of defence mechanism. So they would rig those out away from the hull, and they would go all the way around the hull if the vessel was at anchor with the fleet somewhere to protect it. There's detail on the mast tops. You've got searchlights and all the rigging. This being a twin screw vessel, it still had the remnants of the mast and sail, although the predominant propulsion would be the, the screws rather than the, the sail. If we move towards the stern, the stern gallery uh, is beautifully created with the name on a plaque, the Hogue, which was a, an armoured steam cruiser launched in about 1900 one of several of that class. They were a cruising vessel. They were given a station, either the Mediterranean, the, the Channel, or the Far East, and they would, they would cruise that station, uh, as it were, just flying the flag, protecting commerce, called upon if there was any, any action that had to be undertaken or any diplomatic incident that had to be sorted out in any way. They were known as armoured cruisers, which meant the hull was armoured with thick armoured steel around the waterline, above and below the waterline up to the deck. In some cases it was six inches thick so you can imagine the sheer size and weight of these vessels was absolutely phenomenal and again that was to stop incoming shells and torpedoes damaging the hull and sinking the vessels. <laughs>